Welcome back, guys, to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with heroes Zahar and Lucas. We are back. It's September now, or I think this is our second episode in September. But uh, we're starting a new semester at Gulf Humber, so that's exciting. Uh, I'm my first class today, so after I record this podcast, I got to get to class. Um, other than that, um, the playoffs have been fun to watch. So and... we got to go quick, 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 quick. Yeah. Um, um, crap. Okay, so... So, the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. Uh, last night, um, uh, the Golden Knights beat the Dallas Stars 3-0. Um, the night before that, it was 8-2. Um, Tampa beat the Islanders. Yeah, right? they, five? Wasn't even close. Wasn't even yeah. close. Yeah, it was 8-2. Um, yeah, so... So, were we... This is how this is how long it's been since we've done, it, since we've done a show. This, this is just the thing of us doing it every week the last time we did a show the second round still happened was still going yeah. on and there was still like three game sevens happening so i think that we should if we're going to work backwards sort of just talk about that even though it's sort of it, it doesn't matter anymore but yeah okay so Let's talk about out of those okay, three so game sevens yeah out of those three game sevens who okay so who did you want to win out of the colorado and dallas game because i personally wanted dallas to win i wanted colorado to win but I knew they're not like even if they would win, they would not have beaten like Vegas at all. They had zero shot with that goaltending and just their injuries. They had no shot of uh, getting through and beating the Golden Knights. Um, not with Hutch's win. Hutch, yeah, no Hutch. He, he lost in that game because it's in overtime. Like and you can. It's a point in time, or it's a point where you might not be good if the if the if your team has to out goal the shots against you yeah exactly like it's it's you're not he's not good and he was only playing because their starter got injured if they had their starter i think they would have been and their seconds and their second goalie got injured yeah and their second goalie too yeah i forgot about that um but and oh man like yeah, that that was a tough loss i was watching for McKinnon. that i th- Oh man, McKinnon. I felt I felt so bad from that. That guy deserves so much more. Did you feel bad for Kadri? I kind of felt bad for Kadri because he played a great. He played a great game. He played. He played a great game. He played a great. He get. He played a great playoffs. Great playoffs. He didn't get. He didn't get um suspended for any of the games. So congratulations for not getting suspended. Good job, Nas. Um. So, but (laughs) what's so crazy is like, um. Colorado scored with like four minutes left to go in the game. Yeah, and, and then, then ten scored. seconds later, Dallas scored, and then they won in overtime. Okay, what a moment for that guy who got the hat trick, Kivi Ramsey. What a moment for him. Wasn't like, he a rookie? It was his first. It was, his first, it like, was like his second game. game or something. Something like yeah, his yeah. second first playoff game, second game in the NHL. He scores a hat trick and an overtime winner in the playoffs to send his team yep. to the conference finals. Like. Oh, what a what a story! And it's it's those stories that I root for. It's those kind of stories that I would that I love to root for, just in the in the playoffs, and yeah. in the in the conference finals. And so, both teams played. It was a great game because it was so much of like, of like, hey, this shot could go in. Any shot could kind of go in because you don't know. Yeah. And those game sevens are great. That's why I like. That's that's why I like. Game seven is – game segment could go one of two ways. 
it's either like a complete blowout or just a complete tire fire. Yeah. And we saw two. We we saw this game, and then there was another game that was just a complete boring snooze fest. And that's when we will sort of transition into uh, into the Islanders and the, the Flyers. So yeah, I watched the Flyers. I watched the Flyers. Okay, the game's the Flyers won. That was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, like, just where the, where the Islanders came Those games went up. to overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I thought the Flyers had a really good chance because they just won two games in a row in overtime as well. Yeah. And they they played great games. Or pretty, they played pretty good games, and it seemed like it seemed like they would – like they might they might have, you know, solved the Rubik's Cube – but just game seven, they game seven they go up one nothing and the game's over. Yeah, because that's just that's just how they play. So yeah, and just that game that game was I I just saw it was two nothing at the end of the first. I was like I already I'm, I just shut it off. I started watching the Raptors game because like what's yeah. just, what's the uh, point that 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 I got like I was really bummed because I thought the uh, the Philly could just pull it out somehow and just like use that magic that they played in the last couple of games where they won. To just pull out a win and just make it to the next round, but uh, it sucks to suck, and they lost. Um, and then the last series was Vancouver and uh, was Vancouver Golden and the Golden Knights. Yeah. So that game like showed how good, how much better um, Vegas is than Vancouver. That, that, <laughs> One thousand percent. Like they played like for a while, it was zero zero. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, the dam just broke, and that's where you could tell the difference between great teams they had and good like, teams. I think, I think that Vancouver had like six shots at the beginning of the third period, something like that. Like yeah, yeah. total throughout the game, they had six yeah. shots at the beginning but, of the third. But it was and zero zero until. Here's like a question the... that I've been talking about for a long time. It was zero zero, but here's the question I've been talking about. Is there a point in re-signing Jacob Marks from now? I don't think so. But then again, um, I don't know. Like Brian, I don't Burke, think so either. Uh, yeah, I would. I would. I wouldn't resign him. But talking about resigning people, Brian Burke. I don't know if you saw this clip, but Brian Burke's like, "Oh, you only pay players if you get if yeah, you if they get results in the playoffs," and it kind of pissed me off because definitely not hinting towards anyone. Yeah, he was talking about the Leafs, obviously, because he hates the, these Leafs for some reason. Uh, even though when he was a GM, he didn't do anything, and no one really says anything about that. Um, yeah, no, it, he never it, says anything about all the awful trades he made. No, but yeah, I know. Yeah, he he doesn't. He only talks about Kadri and how he drafted tough players. Um, no, but back to what I was saying. Um, how he, he drafted? He did draft Morgan Riley, but like, oh my god. Yeah, okay, let me just finish what I'm saying. So, my thing is, though, the Mm -hmm. Vancouver Canucks signed these contracts with these players that are all a bit older, and they got paid, and they're getting paid, and it could lead to where Pedersen and Jack Hughes and Brock Bezer don't get paid just because of how the contracts were laid out and... um, 
just because I, how I understand like, where you're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. How the contracts are laid out and it could cause them not to be able to sign these young players. And then the Leafs on the other hand, sign the young players and then find depth in older players. But Vancouver Canucks management did the opposite. They signed older players and have depth as in younger players. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it, it could go either way. See, realistically. But the Canucks, and the Canucks situation is just like the Canucks situation I don't find it at all compatible to the Leafs just because you just because yeah. both teams have little to no gap space doesn't it makes no sense because like the Leafs sign the Leafs signed their young players to big contracts and the Canucks have not yet signed their young players to big contracts because all of their older players have big contracts. Yeah, and they might not be able to sign like them it's to not big the same. contracts. Yeah. But they might not be able to sign them to big contracts just because they'll have of to the trade old like, they'll have to trade JT Miller, they'll have to tra- Yeah, they'll have to like trade JT Miller or trade Tyler Myers like, They'll have to have a bunch of older guys because if I'm Pedersen, Pedersen has what, like $10 million. It wouldn't surprise me if Elias Pedersen made $10 million bucks. I was thinking that he might he might make the same as uh, Austin Matthews. Uh, the 11 range? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I could... This next year, he'll have to really sell me on it. To, uh, he'll really have to sell me on it. But I I wouldn't I wouldn't sur- surprise me if he gets to double digits. It, it wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know because what, like, he's just what, he's he's an unbelievable player. I don't know like what his like ratio of goals to assists are. So like, is it more Matthews where he scores more goals and has less assists, or is it more assists and less goals? Like Marner. Um. Oh, Jesus. Um. I don't watch all their games, but the thing is, in the playoffs, in the playoffs, it seems just like every every goal that, that the that the Canucks score, whether it's him scoring, he always gets a point on it. Yeah, it just seems like he has something to do with that play every time. So I don't know if he's, I don't know if okay, he's more so, of a goal scorer. I'd say he's more of a playmaker. So twenty nineteen, but he has, but he has an amazing shot. So twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. He has 27 goals, 39 assists. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's, he's definitely more of a player. He looked, he looked like he had a bit of a goal-scoring touch. Yeah. Um, yeah so, it's here's, here's, something, here's something that I have to... Something that I have to, I have to, to talk about. Go for it. So, Kevin Papetti on Twitter... Threw out two, he threw out two tweets that just said, um, "It's like today's edition of Who Says No." St. Louis gets Morgan Riley, Alex Kerfoot, and Philip Hollander, and the Leafs get Colton Pareko and Tyler Bozak. Who says no? Uh, I don't hate it, but I, no, I wouldn't give a Morgan Riley. Actually, what? 
I don't know. Why would you give up Morgan Riley? Yeah, yeah. no. Why? Yeah. He's your you. best yeah, defenseman. No. Why would no. you give him up no, 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 for no. Tyler Bozak and, and two years of Colton Pareko? No, I sorry. I, I was yeah, I don't know. Um I would say no to that because that's ridiculous and we we need Morgan Riley. And he's basically the fr- face of the franchise, so we So can't basically him. so so the options are like Exactly, and he's the best defenseman. So it's basically like, who says no? Do the Leafs say no? Do the Blue Jackets say, say no? Or is it a done deal? 70% say the Leafs say that the Leafs say no, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Second, second, ver- second version, just a straight up Pareko for Riley trade. No. No, because you no. need Colton Pareko as Morgan Riley's defense partner. Defensive that has, partner, to, that has to be the Leafs' yeah. number one. Okay, that has to be the Leafs' number one priority is get this guy a fucking partner. He's yeah. never had a defense partner, a good because, defensive partner in his life. Because I think if you have a good defensive partner, we would not have to be talking about like him like sucking so much or messing up so much. So yeah, we he needs a he good defense suck. partner. No, I mean like as in him and his partner. Do you get what I'm saying? Like that his, his that pairing. Because if think you have the, a good defense, think of the partners he's had over the past however many years. Like since uh, like since since this group came together, like yeah. he start like when Morgan Riley started as a rookie, I'm pretty sure like Dion Phaneuf was his partner. Wouldn't surprise then me if like Ron Hainsey. No, then it was Zaitsev in the first year of this of this group. Yeah, it was like him and Zaitsev together. I'm sure he then, played with like, I'm sure he like played with Polak on and off before this before this started. He played and with then it Ron Hainsey for a couple of years, and then this yeah for a couple of years. And then I'm I'm sure that he played like he played like shifts with Jake Gardner too. Yeah, like yeah. Some he games played, he played with yeah, Jake Gardner. Played, yeah. And then um, uh, Cody and then this year He played most of the year with Cody CC and some, and sometimes with Tyson Barry. And yeah. And when Barry and him played together, few. they looked great. But it was like, but it was like, oh, look behind me. There's a scoring chance. Yeah. Like so. he's never had. A, he's the best defenseman on the team, and there's no doubt about it. But. We, Get he needs a Jake Muzzin. He needs another Jake Muzzin just to stand there a, and he just. He's a right-handed Jake Muzzin. Yeah, which I don't know if Cold Perenko is that, but hopefully he is because. And that should be the Leafs' number one priority: is just get this guy a partner. I don't, yeah. and I'm not talking about, and I don't need. We, I don't need Alex Petrangelo to be his partner. I need someone competent to be his his partner. Like I keep yeah. thinking Kevin Shattenkirk, but he's probably going to be too much money. Um, yeah. uh, the same blue like, blues are well, might Sammy actually Bat- trade Sammy Vatten in too is a name that. that... Uh, Pareko. Uh, yeah, because he's they're trying to make it, make cap space, so they might be trading see, him. The, so we'll see what happens. But they already got that cap space. They already got that pa- cap space from trading Jake Allen. So I don't really True. think that that's even on the table anymore. But like Sammy Vatten's a name that I think of too, but he might want he might want too much money. Um, but just there's so many there's so many options. Get this guy someone who can, he can play with, because he's never had he's never had a right-handed partner that's been able to play on the level that he has. Yep. Okay, let's stop talking about Leafs and go to the third round but of the I playoffs. Have, but I want to talk about the Leafs because I love the Leafs. I love the Leafs too, but they're oh, not in the one, playoffs. There's one last thing. Uh, did you see uh, uh, that quote from Wayne Simmons? Yeah, apparently Wayne Simmons would love to come to Toronto, which, uh, sure, I, I I don't hate it, but 
he's going to be scratched like a lot because why? Because he's going to be like it's going to be almost a year since he played. Like he's kind of up there in age. You no, know? he's like thirty-one, and, and he has hard miles too. That's that's what I'm more I don't worried think he'd about. Be, I don't think he'd be scratched. This isn't Mike Babcock. He doesn't just scratch players for no reason. No, I mean like he would not play every single game. That's what I mean by scratched. But but if we're talking about of a, of a player that I would want for for that team, yeah, I, I yeah I think I'd want him too. But we'll see how what kind of contracts he wants he wants to sign with the Leafs because he he also acknowledged that, um, and he. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He also acknowledged that like they they don't have a lot of cap space, so he'd he'd like have to sign a low, like lo, like a cap like a contract that's very low against the cap. One year, two million dollars. Let's do it. I don't even know if one million will cut it, but sure, one million dollars. I'm I'm fine with that if he comes to play for the Leafs. I'd say two million bucks would work. Yeah, I don't know if 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 Janssen or uh, Kerfoot get moved, then sure. But if we don't have that cap space, yeah. then no, one million dollars is gonna only. Okay, back to the um, back to the uh, conference finals for the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so the Tampa and Islanders series is what I expected the Leafs and Columbus series to be. A fly hang offense just destroying. Okay, uh, so you know how like the Islander, how Tampa played against the Islanders. That's what I was expecting yeah. against Columbus, where we come in just flying and scoring goals left and right. But sadly, we didn't point. get that. We didn't get that. So hey, now, if you don't, if you don't, sc- if you don't score, you can't win. It's just that's that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. If you don't score, you um, can't win. That's a great point, though. That's a that's a fantastic point. And then I saw this game, and I was watching the first half, and after or after the first period, I just uh, the the Raptors game was on, or something else was on, and I like, started watching the other thing, and I'm like, this is amazing to watch. And then I just kept watching Twitter, and they're like, just every other tweet was, oh, Tampa scored, oh, this scored, oh, this scored. So I was, I didn't actually see any of the game. I saw, I, actually, that's not true. I saw, I saw some of the second period and then, and then went to bed. Uh, I went, I went out with uh, my sister and her friends to watch the Raptors get utterly shit kicked by the Celtics. Yeah, uh, that sucked. But the actual social atmosphere was great. So, um, that game was everything I really expected from this from this series because, ta- I I expected that just because of the fact of Tampa's had whatever two weeks off a week off yeah. since they since they beat the Bruins and like two two minutes into the game brain point scores yes the Islanders tied it up but at the end of the game it's 3-1 and it's basically over yeah and god I know that you and you and me aren't great big fans of the Islanders but watching that game how can you how can you think the Islanders are going to win a single a single game in this series yeah, goaltending was not as good as it was the last couple of series. Defensively, they just fell apart. 
So basically, this team's weakness is if you move fast and score goals, you're, you're you can't they can't do anything. I just want to say the Leafs beat the the, the Leafs beat the Lightning twice. <laughs> okay, um, and first of all, that was in the regular season. And remember when we lost to the series uh, to the Bruins back to back years in the playoffs uh, during the I don't regular know what season? You're, uh, talking about we had a winning record against them. And the playoffs came around, and we cannot win with them at all. Okay, back to the Islanders-Tampa series. Um, Tampa was flying, and if they keep this up, it's going to be a sweep. What was so, that stat that was like every shot that they took hit the net for the first, like, 58 minutes, minutes. and 37 seconds? Something stupid? Yeah. So, basically, was, okay, every, yeah. Sh- so every shot that they took against the on the like during the game – was on the net. So they didn't miss a goal miss a shot on net until the last like six six minutes or no last No, it was like the last like minute and thirty seconds. Something, yeah, something stupid. So, yeah, so like a hundred like last 120 seconds of the game. So every that's why the goalie got so overwhelmed because every single shot they took hit the net or like the area of the net and then mm-hmm, or went in. Um, so yeah, that is ridiculous, and that is what a good team does. Like they, they just destroy you from the beginning of the game. Like that's not gonna happen every game, obviously, but that's amazing. Yeah, I've never seen that happen ever, and I, I've never seen that happen in the, in in the NHL. Um, I seeing that stat, I was like, this is this, there's no way this happened. Like that's bonkers. Yeah, but like. Oh my god, it was in, it was insane to to, so, to see that. Like, isn't watching the Tampa Bay Lightning? By the way, without Steven Stamkos, just like watching, isn't it just like you're just like, why can't the Leafs play like that? Yeah, like why can't why can't and all teams why can't think, all teams just play play a, 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 like that style of hockey? Because it'd be 15, 15 14 games every single night. Okay. Like, I wouldn't hate that, but that'd be very stressful. It's better than um, watching the Islanders in Game 7. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I did notice is the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay is playing without any pressure. If you get what Elaborate. I'm saying. Like, um, like you know how when, um, when the Capitals won the Cup? Yeah. They beat their oh. arch nemesis, and then they didn't really, like, they, no one really expected them to win. But everyone knew they were a good team, but no one expected them to win. And I think they're playing without any pressure because they beat the uh, they beat uh, the Blue Jackets, then they beat Boston, and then and they, they were they weren't good at the beginning of the season, but they weren't terrible. They were kind of mediocre. By December, they, they weren't and, in a playoff spot. Yeah, exactly. So they they might come back and win the thing without like any of the pressure That's of a- being the first overall like uh, first first in the division or whatever like the president's trophy winner yeah yeah that's a very good point because i remember i don't know if you were cheering for the caps that year because i definitely was i was uh, not actually yeah i was the... i don't want i didn't want vegas to win okay um but that was a great point of how washington had no pressure on themselves at all because the yeah. year before they like broke they like i think they broke a record or something for having the most points it was the year they played the leaves um and then lost and, to the Penguins. And then lost to the Penguins in, in Game Seven. They they were I remember they were down three one in the series. Came back and then lost in Game Seven. And 
that that team had so much pressure on them because it was it was one of those teams where it's either you win the cup or or you're a bust or you're or you suck. Yeah, yeah. And those teams, those teams never never win. Like yeah. the Canucks in 2011, that was their standard. Like that was yeah. their that was the whole. Unless you win the cup, you you're you're it's a bust. Which, I mean, is the mentality, but it's never, but it should never be like. I don't think that it's fair to to put onto a team if you unless you win the cup, you're you're a terrible you're a terrible hockey team. Like that's a yeah. that's that's nothing. That's not a good sort of. If measure. we did that as Leaf fans, our team would be trashed every single year. I mean, well, <laughs> it's not like it's not like they're they're not, but. And, and and so so many team so many teams go into go into the playoffs with this like who like who won the president uh, the the Bruins won the president's trophy now I know this is a different circumstances because of because uh, of COVID Pandemic. and everything but everyone like, going into everyone going into this thought like the Bruins were going to steamroll teams exactly and they came and out like last year and where, they came out flat and yeah they didn't win like Tampa had the best record in in history i think in the nhl like 62 wins it's crazy yeah and they just got swept in the first round and i think that's to do with like the amount of pressure and just they, they just lost it i guess and um they couldn't make it and then this year they look like a team that doesn't give up what what they do and they're just uh, we're putting our heads down and putting to work and we're gonna have fun doing it and I see them going to the finals. I don't see the Islanders unless the Islanders strap down and play. I mean, boring, it depends boring on what happens hockey. tonight. Yeah, that's a good point too. But like, if 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 it's just a repeat of last game, then I'm sorry, you don't get you don't get a shot. It's like, yeah. like when like when the Bruins played the the Hurricanes last year, like everyone going into that knew that the Bruins were gonna just utterly shit kick them, and they won in yeah. four straight games. Yeah, and depending on. I'm sorry, dude. Like you gotta, you gotta really convince me that you can that you can beat the, that you can be, beat the team. Like yeah. beat them the Islanders' way, and then then you can convince me that you got a chance at winning this. But I see, I can't see it. I can't see, see it. This is a team that like the Tampa is just so like it's it can play the Islanders type of hockey, and they have Andre Vasilevsky in that, which is he's just a god when it comes to playoffs and just stopping the puck. Um, Imagine having so, a goalie that's like consistent in the playoffs. Yeah, um, would be nice. Um, yeah, would so it's gonna be interesting. It be to nice. See. Yeah, <laughs> um, it would be nice to see the Islanders kick the uh, Tampa the, the kick the Islanders Tampa. out. Um, but we'll see how it goes. Hopefully tonight there's a big game and they get the W. Um, moving to Dallas and um, moving to a team that no one expected to be here, Dallas. And Very good point. The Las Vegas, Las Vegas Knights. <laughs> I love how you just forget teams. Like, yeah, just, like if we're gonna be like if I'm if I'm being honest, like like Adam does Adam Wild does that all the time where he'll just like forget completely like normal things that ever that everyone remembers. Yes, I love how you just like uh, Vegas. Um, what's their what's their faces? Uh, I, uh, the... <laughs> I've been watching a lot of like like sports shows on YouTube and stuff like that, like the Pat McCaw. Uh, McCaw, McCaw, McCaw. Oh, uh, Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, McAfee. Yeah, I. Isn't he fantastic? Yeah, he's fucking hilarious. He's great. So I've been watching like a lot of like football and like just other sports. So, like that's why I get a lot of teams mixed up because my lots of teams are in the thing, and like a bunch of 
Like everyone was saying that there should be a basketball team in Las Vegas, which would be interesting to see. Hey, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. like, if you if you think of it, like, if sports sort of come to Las Vegas, like, there's so, there's the NHL so gonna have a sense of pride of like, oh, we started this, we started this. Yes, but then again, my thing is, why haven't there been teams in Las Vegas? Because a lot of so the reason for a lot of this is like, um. Leagues have always been like, if we put a team in Vegas, no one's gonna, no one's gonna try because they're all gonna be hungover when they play. They're all gonna be gambling. They're all gonna be, you know, do, doing all that stuff. And of course, it didn't happen until like 2017 that they finally that they finally got a team. And if anything, it was a hockey team. Like who expected yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. And the first year they went to the fucking Stanley Cup final. Like it's it's insane. And I think that's such an old person mentality though to think that like oh. These professional athletes that spent the last uh, 18, 20 years practicing to be to do what they're doing now are going to go and gamble and ha- party and have fun. Like, they're going to do that, hey, but, but they're Jordan. professional athletes. Like, oh, Michael Jordan. Yeah, good point. Never mind. That's a great part of The Last Dance. I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've seen it. That's a great part in The Last Dance of him just talking about how, like, he had a, of his gambling problem. Yeah. That's that's bro. My my favorite story though is like when he went and took uh, Scotty Pippen out of his hotel room. Oh no, no, just, no, no, it was it was, uh, it was Dennis Rodman. It was Dennis Rodman. Sorry, Dennis Rodman. Um, he just dragged Dennis Rodman out of the uh, hotel room and just took him to the game. It was. <laughs> if if I'm gonna be honest, big laughing at that part, just being yeah. like, I love how it's just like out of nowhere. Dennis Rodman's like, I can't do this. I have to go to Vegas. <laughs> And Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen are like, we gotta get this kid back. And they just yeah, out of nowhere like, take him, take him out of his out of his hotel room with Carmen Electro, who by the way looks hot as hell still. And yeah. He's just and they just grab him and t- throw him in his van and take him back to Chicago. That was that was one of the like when you hear the like hearing that was so interesting. Like the whole behind the scenes of what happened. Oh, it's 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 great. It, it See, was, the thing is, it was so great. That would never actually happen, like in today's day and age, because I don't think anyone would just be like, "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm take, I need a break. I'm going to Vegas." Because <laughs> then they, because then they'd be like, "Um, no, you're not." Yeah, and then they just get like, they'd probably get like suspended for the t- for, by the team and be like, "Nope, you're oh, not yeah, playing for the next week or whatever." And then think. I think that that was really during a time. Maybe I could be wrong, but like I feel like in the, maybe in maybe in the ni- like in the nineties, the the Chicago Bulls were just the biggest team in the world across all sports. That they just kind of coached themselves, and it didn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the funny part. Now, let's go back to what we were originally talking about, which yeah. is the Golden Knights, uh, the Stars. Yeah. So game one was very like a very Stars win. Like it was two, such one. a Dallas win. Yeah, two one, and the goalie was amazing. Um, and then... it, no, actually, I think it was one nothing. I think it was one nothing. Oh, sorry, it was one nothing. My bad. I always thought I thought it was two one. Um, yeah, so it was one nothing, and then game two comes around. Vegas uh, turns on their uh, turns up the heat, and they go three zero. So, and then the Dallas Stars goalie can't stop anything, and then we have a rookie goalie in the net again for like the sixth time in these playoffs. Um, so yeah, and they lost and we'll see how it goes. If Dallas can, I don't know, put together some goals and maybe like pull together hey, so as a team, they have a chance, but I Dallas, don't think so. Dallas and the Islanders. 
let's all hope that neither of those teams make the play, make the Stanley Cup final. And let's hope that like let's hope we don't have a Dallas versus Islanders Stanley Cup final because no one's gonna watch it and it's gonna be just a snooze fest. Because yeah. they're so similar in the fact of in the fact that what team nowadays goes up one nothing and wins? There's not many teams that can not do that. Not many teams. The definitely, Islanders, def- Islanders, Blue Jackets, Blue Jackets Stars. Um, See, one thing like, I don't understand. One thing I don't understand with the Stars is in the Colorado series they could not stop scoring goals, and then this series starts and they can score one goal and they can't score on any other goals during like game two. See, do you think that just defensively the Golden Knights just might be better? Yeah, that's that's what one like, thing I was thinking too. Colorado, Colorado, they got Kale McCarr. They have Samuel Gerrard. They're great, great players. But other other than that, I mean, Eric Johnson's still sort of good. Like they don't really have those. They don't really have like a big defensive presence. Yeah, and goaltending. The Colorado and, goaltending. Yeah, and, was and let, let's terrible. let's throw in the fact that they had Michael Hutchinson in net, which yeah. is, um, but <clears throat> excuse me. But like the Golden Knights, the, the Golden Knights have Shea Theodore, who's gonna win a Norris Trophy one day. Like they have, they have Nate Schmidt, who's an, an amazing defenseman. They they have, and they have a great defensive core, which which is which might be the fact, which might be just the reason of why, of 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 why Dallas has been has been sort of retracting and not being able to score goals like they used to. Well, it's just because I think they might just be playing a, a better defensive team. Yeah, like the John Klingberg goal that went in. Nine times out of ten, I'm sorry, uh, Mark Andre Fleury saves that. I yeah. think Fleury was in the net. I th- yeah, yeah he, he was. was in the net. Uh, I think like you know, nine times out of ten, he he stops that. It's just that one time. And but those teams that can that can win one nothing, especially in this NHL, though you hate though you hate seeing it, like you have to give it up for them because that's so hard. That's so hard to do now in a league where in a league where goals aren't that hard to come by anymore. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's each game at least has four goals, and that's 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 just usually the average amount of goals that are scored per game, and it's mm-hmm. good for Dallas, I guess. But I don't know if they're going to be able to survive the onslaught of Las Vegas. I mean, it's like the series isn't over; like it's one, like yeah, it's one. I know, one. I know, but like I just the way that Vegas played, if they continue playing like that, uh, I don't know if Dallas can like just keep up with that it's it's a good point but i think that this is the series that we should all that we should all pay attention just for the fact of sort of the the game of chess that's happening yeah the mind the mind games between the two teams of of what way of hockey that they're going to play in 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 the in the other series we kind of already know what's what's going to happen like i could be okay the, the amount of times i've been wrong in this in this playoffs has determined why i why, why I'm not why I'm dumb and everyone else is smart but if the Islanders, if the Islanders prove me wrong which they've done millions of times especially in this play in this playoffs if they prove me wrong tonight and play an Islanders an Islanders game and win like 2-1 then I think we got an we got an uh, a special uh, something that we can watch in the in the east like something that's going to yeah. entertain us but if it's another repeat dude Dude, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. And it's going to these two series are very similar as in they're basically mirror reflections of each other. They they are. So, yeah. 
It's gonna be interesting to see what. I'll and here's a, here's a question for you. Will the Tampa Bay Lightning do something with Steven Stamkos since he hasn't played a game? Um, how what's his contract? I know it's eight and a half for four more years. Because I see them moving him if he doesn't play this in playoffs and doesn't do anything. Because in theory, this team is amazing without him. He's the captain. I know that sucks. But my other thing is, who's going to take an $8 million contract? That's the thing. Teams are desperate. Teams are desperate. Yeah. But, like, what team needs a center that, like, that, like, drastically that they're going to give up, like, that much cap for him? Have you seen it? Have you met an NHL? Have you met an NHL exec in your life? Have you seen what they've done? Yeah, that's a good point. But, like, I don't know. With the whole COVID thing and the the cap staying uh, stagnant, uh, it's going to be interesting to see um, uh, how it plays out. If if I'm gonna think of a team that might want a big name coming coming to their team, Arizona? and they might be getting be getting a new GM soon, the Arizona Coyotes and their new general manager Pierre Maguire may want oh my God. a really really nice guy who's just been a fantastic person to come to their I team. I think Steve Stamkos has a no trade clause, and he's not going to. Uh, Arizona, no way. But Pierre Maguire is a great guy, guys. No, uh, yeah. Pierre Maguire is a fantastic person. He's a fantastic broadcaster. Eh, no, he's not a fantastic. No, person. he's not. He's. I was gonna say he's a fantastic broadcaster, but no, he's 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 a good. He's an okay broadcaster. I'm. Uh, yeah, he, he's fine. I guess I don't really know how else he's, to quote it, but he's fine. He's he's he's, he's, he, um, he's 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 okay. He's okay. There's he's fine. He's like okay. his greatest, his greatest Pierre moment was like during the World Juniors that they talk about where, where it's like he's like, so like Jordan Eberle scores the goal, and just Gordon Miller's like, can you believe it? I can. <laughs> what one thing that I like from I, the first time I like really heard of who Pierre Maguire was was when it was, uh, like, someone was reporting it. I don't know who, but it was, like, the CBC or something. And they were talking about him mansplaining to... Um, oh, I remember this. I think it was, I think it was Haley Wicked. No. No, 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 no. I think it was uh, Kendall Coyne. I think it was yeah, Kendall, Kendall Coyne. Coyne. After, she, after she, like, after she uh, did the fastest skater at the All-Star game? No. Actually... No, he he was like it was him and then a female hockey like player, um, trying like doing broadcast, and he was mansplaining to her like, oh, we have this team on the left and this team on the right, and it was just really weird. And I I don't remember who it was with, but I think it actually was Kendall Coyne, but I think I know what you're talking about. I don't think it was actually during a game. I think it was just him being a dick. Yeah, but no, it was. They they were brought like they they were both brought like in the middle between the benches of a game and they were broadcasting because she like just joined the broadcasting team so and then he he was just being a dick and just being like an ass and being like oh was this team's thing that he here said... and this team's here yeah you know those things where like you hear them and you just go shut the fuck up shut the fuck up shut the fuck up like that's that's, that's why... all the t- that's all the time with that's Pierre. why it's gonna be it's gonna be. If he does become the GM, it's gonna be fun watching like those interviews and stuff like that because he's gonna say a lot of dumb shit, and I can't wait. 
Oh, it's gonna be great. And it, okay, Pierre Maguire always talk is always in talks of being the general of being general manager of of a team of every team of every team. Like even back like in the in the early two thousands, Bob McKenzie was like, and uh, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be a homer, but I've been told that my my uh, you know coworker Pierre Maguire is in this is is in the running for such and such job. Like he's like like that's how long ago like he's been in, in consideration. Yeah. And now it really sounds like he might be in this in the running for this job. And if he does, it's gonna be weird. Like it's gonna be like we all know that he's gonna he's gonna love talking with the media. Yeah, it's gonna be hit. It's gonna be just forty five minute press conferences talking about nothing. Oh, I can't wait! I can't but wait. My thing is gonna be like, do you guys really want him as a GM? He's like sixty years old. He knows nothing about like the new hockey. Like I, like I don't know if you really okay. want him as a GM. Now here's, but here's the here's the argument. But he has a lot of connections. That's the argument of he he has a lot of connections just through the fact of he knows everyone in the sport. Yeah, but. Uh... <laughs> Like that's that's just the flip side of the coin. I don't agree with it, but it's just the whole devil's advocate of it. You have yeah, you have connections, but like what? Did, did, hmm. I love how yeah, you have nothing I don't to know. say. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm just mind blown and just I, I, the connections don't matter though. Like it's you become a GM, you automatically make connections. Like I I don't think having lots of connections is like. I don't even think you want lots of connections as a, or as a new GM because then people can just, just. Oh, you want you want connections to the new GM. That's what you want. You want connections to the new GM just so you can be like, "Hey, Rook, I I want such and such for such and such." And he's like, "Oh yeah, we're buddies from back then. Might as well say yes." And then yeah. Phil Kessel is a Vancouver Canuck. Like something stupid. <laughs> something um, stupid like that. Yeah. So. On, on the topic of on the topic of new GMs, so so everyone's favorite writer Steve Simmons came out with a bit of an article t- talking about how GMs are, I think, upset or like thrown off by the fact of Kyle Dubas wants Kyle this Dubas is for a while back, but yeah. Oh, it was okay. So yeah, it's been a, Kyle, a while back, but Kyle Dubas wants a lot for his players. And apparently they're pissed. They're pissed off that he would want more for his players. No, the article was like um, uh, other GMs are upset that uh, he got he was had such a high asking price, and he when when he did get it from someone, he traded him. They're like they wanted him to wait until the playoffs are done for him, for other people for other teams to like talk about it to talk to them, but he's upset that. Um, or other GMs were upset that he had such a high price for Kapanen and for what he got for him. And then my thing is, why are you guys upset? He's just doing his goddamn job. If you're so upset, why don't you try to make some better moves and get a but better he didn't deal wait. for it? He didn't wait to know what, what I wanted to give him because I'm still in the playoffs right now and I wanted to give him this and this. Well, he wasn't going to take that. And all because and all he knew was on the table right now. I have a first round pick, a prospect, and some other players that I could get, and I'm going to take it as fast as I can because I know that I yeah. I know that this trade looks good for me. Yeah, and that and those teams that were still in playoffs, that pick was not going to be 15 overall. 
no, it was not. Yeah, and we got a first round pick, which is wild because we didn't have one because of the uh, Mar- uh not Mar- Marlow Marlow trade. So that yeah, that was stupid. Like that was so dumb. Um, I- so to to read just. Just straight from it. Uh, apparently, Dubas made defenseman Tyson Berry available at the trade deadline in February, but the asking price was so high it turned off most teams with br- with breathing scouts. That's my favorite line. Turned off most teams with breathing scouts. And it appeared Dubas is doing the same with goaltender Frederick Anderson, which is somewhat uh, strange considering the depth of the goaltender market, which will get more complicated as an expansion draft uh, coming up at the end of next year. Uh, Duvis may not want to trade Anderson, uh, may want to see his value, uh, see what his value is, or maybe just be playing games as he in, uh, insisted earlier this week. Uh, when he to- This week when he told Anderson, the other teams had uh, initiated interest in him, not the opposite. So it seems like uh, Kyle Dubas is just trying to make sure his team has good players. Yeah, and get 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 the best bang for his buck. So screw him, am I right? Imagine yeah. imagine screw. a guy trying to imagine screw. a guy trying to get the best for his team. Screw him for doing his job. It just it seems so much like these GMs are like are are are, are like they're not inviting Kyle to the you can sit with us lunch table at the cafeteria, but being upset when they don't ask him when they don't ask him for trades. Well, you're a dick to the guy. Yeah, it's like the bullying him, and then when you need help with homework, he doesn't help you. Like, yes. Like what? Like what do you expect? Like thing. Um, no, but that that was interesting to see how other GMs are reacting to Kyle Dubis, like shaking up, like I guess the market or whatever. But we'll see how what happens. Because and, and I read that know. article, and again and again, I was like, you know what, Kyle, go go you, fuck yeah. them, go you, yeah. I love how Kyle gets shit on, and then once he actually starts making good deals, everyone's like, "No, he's doing too good of a job. He's getting too much from his mm-hmm. players." See, play, see, teams. I think GMs are just they're, they're thrown off of the fact that he spends so much money, which it's a it's a fair argument. It's a fair yeah. argument. Yeah. But yeah. And, and and then they'll shit on they'll shit on him for that. He's spending so much money. Yada 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 yada. But. But he's doing something. He's doing something good. Oh, why? Why didn't he? Why didn't he invite me to this? Well, you weren't inviting him. You weren't being nice to him. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, but maybe, maybe he might be uh, a contact you might want in the future. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he plays out. Um, Anderson, I know, like what well, you read it from the article, but like there was a couple of things where. Uh, Kyle Dubas told Anderson that we don't want to ship you, but we're just, we're taking, like, we're listening to offers and seeing what's happening. So they're being honest with Anderson, which is good. Good to hear that they're, that relationship isn't going to crumble. Um, or just like, see, here's the, here's the problem I have with that. I don't, it's not, it's not a problem, but it, it kind of stems back to this article where it's like, where it's like, he's just listening. And if he hears an, an offer, it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him an offer he can't refuse. If he hears the yeah. offer, he can't refuse. He's going to take this offer yeah. because it's an amazing offer. But yeah. I remember, again, this is almost, Jesus, think of it now. It's almost five years ago. But like summer, 20, summer of 2016, Mark Bergevin said, 
I would never shot PK, never once, and then traded him. Yeah. So, realistically, words don't necessarily mean, mean a lot. Yeah. Because I remember thinking that was so weird how, like, I would never shot PK and then he, tra- and then he traded him. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then he, yeah, and he traded him. So, him saying, like, we don't want to trade you, but we're taking offers. If, and no, and I, that's, that's Dubas saying, if an offer comes to us that's just a fucking slam dunk, I'm sorry. I'm taking it. No, I think it's um, – I think I, like, misquoted or whatever, but I, it was more of the, along the lines of if there's an offer and you, uh, and it's good, we're going to trade you. So, like, Anderson, I think, has the idea of he's not coming back next year. And, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Do you want to take a Markstrom? How much, though? He's Is he going to want more than five mil? Uh, probably. So yeah, we can't take him. Like we need, we need someone at five million dollars. But it's just I'm not running into the year with Jack Campbell. I'm I'm just not. Yeah, like I was thinking about that too because like does because we need a goalie that's gonna like go through the um, expansion draft. So we're gonna put up uh, whoever our starting goalie is. That's who's gonna be like protected and then jack campbell is going to be the backup which out of like backup goalies i don't think they're going to take jack campbell i think they're going to take one of our forwards so having andreas Janssen wouldn't be terrible because i think they'd take him yeah. but it's gonna be interesting to see how that goes uh and the thing is i'm just like we've been talking about it but i i'd want robin Leiter. i don't think he wants to come here because i think he's gonna just, stay in just, vegas Okay, then do you want then do you want Flurry out of retained salary? No, of like Flurry Flurry's gonna get put up for an expansion draft. If they can fit it in the cap, I think that's how it's gonna go. And then Seattle's Flurry's gonna, gonna take go to Flurry. two expansion teams. And then Seattle's gonna take Flurry. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That's so funny. Um and Hey, hey! How about we? Uh, how about we convince Florida to retain fifty percent of uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, and then that's five million. Do you want Sergey Bobrovsky? Uh, maybe not. But what's the what's the, no harm, no foul? Um, A- after the year he has, I don't. Uh, want yeah, I'm not, hold on. I'm just. I I've been going through it, just just like on cap friendly. Um, hold on. Browse browse UFAs. Um, cause I know that there, I know that the goalie market is, there's a very good, uh, goalie market when it comes to, yeah. um, uh, I'm trying to find, it's just so, it's just, it's, can, do you know how to stall? No, you can't stall. Um, I can't stall. uh, one thing I did like when he's looking for that, one thing I did read was that the capitals, uh, took this, like the return to play thing as basically a vacation and none of them wanted to be there. And I find that really fucking funny. No, like a couple of players like said that or whatever. Like I read the article or I saw the article somewhere. And it was pretty funny because I'm like, Ovech, like they have the cup already, but like, would you not want to have another cup? That's a good point. Uh, Another thing, another thing on the caps, their next coach is apparently going to be Mike Babcock or Gerard Gallant. Which is going to be hilarious. Okay. So Braden Holpe, do you want him? How old is he? He's 30. 30s, 30. Um, uh, I, I think he'll be 31 when, uh, by, the, by the start, by like the season. No, I don't want him. He's too old. 
Uh, Corey Crawford, no thank you, too old. Uh, Thomas Grice, he's too old. Cam Talbot, I don't think so. No. Anton, Anton Hudobin, though he's doing pretty well, now he's too old. Uh, Mike Smith, that's my guy. He's way too old. Uh, he's, well, like 35. And also, he's, and also not good. Yeah, that too. That's a big factor. Mm-hmm. So, like, hold on, and let me. Okay, I don't want UFA. Let's just go. Let's just go with. Uh, let's just go with. No, hold on. Uh, you know what, Cat Friendly? How about you? Why don't you just equate to my stupidity and give me the results that I want without me asking? Uh, Matt Murray, do you want to trade for him? Um. See, he's he's he he hasn't been very good, and like I don't know if he's an upgrade over Anderson. So it's like that's like a he has definitely the potential to be uh to be that good. Yeah, but is he gonna be? That's the thing. Uh, probably not. Um, yeah. Alex Gior- Alex Georgiev, the golden boy. Are we trading for him? I would not hate for trading for him. He's pretty good, and but then again, I don't know if the Rangers are gonna like let like. Tr- let like trade him with the whole Lundqvist thing. So I don't know about that, man. They're, they're going to have to, they're, like they're going to have to decide who their starting goalie is because like he's an RFA. I don't know what just, uh, uh, they're not trading Shishorkin. They might trade Georgiev, but they're not trading Shishorkin. He's too good. Uh, hold on. Let me just look at their, yeah, it's just Jorkin. Jesus, this fucking, what, what an amazing, what an amazing story this kid is. Shostorkin's still on his rookie contract, and he's going to be a starting goalie for the New York Rangers. Yeah, that's wild. Well, that's that's cr- that's insane. Good for him. He's the next Lundqvist. Wasn't Lundqvist like that? Just starting uh, goalie right so, away. So, uh, well, when he was ready, like goalies take forever to develop. Yeah, true, true, true. true. Um, uh, Lundqvist still has a year left, so I don't know what they're going to do there. But like, there's there are options. I and think he's going to stay a, a New York Ranger because he wasn't terrible, but he's not great. So I think he's just going to be the backup there and just uh, ride into the sunset. And I'd be yeah. happy for, for him to ride into the sunset because he's he's so a do player. You tra- that, do you trade Shostorkin and then just have Lunkos as your backup? I just have all three. Oh, sorry. Do you, do you trade? Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Last, last thing before we go. Um, so for defense, uh, Petrangelo, of course we want him, but it's not going to happen. Uh, Justin Schultz. How old is he? 29. Well, right-handed? Yep. I don't hate that. Sure. Uh, Tyson Berry, no? No. Uh, Tory Krug, but that's not going to happen. If we uh, get him, that'd be a huge slap in the face of Boston, and I would oh, love I that. Oh, I would love it. But that, that's not going to happen. I'm going to come. Hold on. You, you, I, can't, I can't see you at the moment. Uh, That's okay. Fine. How amazing would it be to just to just look at to just side Tory Crew just to be a dick? It would be fucking hilarious, and I love it. Awesome would he that would, be? He would automatically become the everyone's favorite player on the Toronto Maple Leafs because he's a former Boston, and now he plays for Toronto, so it'd be great. And every but, every time he goes back to TD Garden, he gets booed, and I go, "Thanks, we love it too." Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, Sammy Vatnin, That's the, that's a guy I really want, but he's gonna be a little. I think he's gonna be a little too much money. Uh, TJ. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, personally want him. Uh, Cody. C- ah, ah, ah. Nope. 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 Not looking there. I'm taking Cody CC. I want nope. Cody CC. <laughs> uh, apparently, Kyle Dubas was does too, but 
let's let's just hope that that's let just him all... let just hit let's let him just... ride into the sunset just go away if he signs for like seven hundred thousand uh, uh, no, dollars no i don't want i'll still be mad um i'll take chris L- lundgren Lund- lilligren lilligren yeah i'll take him over cc uh chris chris tanev um okay so chris tanev who does he 30. play for the canucks oh true do you think so they'll chris resign Tan- him because he was good for them, no? Uh, Trevor Trevor says that he doesn't really want him. He's a little too old. But, like, he's 30. I wouldn't... But I wouldn't call 30. him... I wouldn't mind him for a short deal. Like, three years? Yeah. Like, we're looking for um, uh, Muzzin's... Uh, uh, Riley's partner so like that's who we're looking for uh so travis, Ham- travis hamannick uh how old is he 29 29 29 uh, okay, actually, i yeah. mind travis hamannick uh actually he's actually 12, 12 maybe not but but it's not it's, uh, that's okay it's whoever would best match up with um with best match up with morgan riley got it ron hansy yeah. Ron Hansey, UFA from the Ottawa Senators, 39 years of age, left-handed. Let's make it happen. I can't yeah. see your face. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Who? Wait, sorry. I'm, I was just reading something. Ron Hansey, how do you feel about it? <laughs> if he comes on a good contract no. and he's a solid, solid top minutes player, I- I'm happy with that contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Radko Gudas, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate Brendan Dillon. No, nah, he shoots left. I don't. Not, I not don't think we're gonna sign. We're not gonna sign him as like a uh, unrestricted free agent. I think we're gonna have to trade for him. Uh, Radko Gudis? No, I mean just for our, our right-handed defenseman that we're looking for. I. I mean, but it's a whole thing of like you got to give something to get some. Well, what are we giving someone? What are we giving to people? Yeah, I don't know. Well, can we sign? Can we sign Zidane Chara? Because why not? Can we sign? Can we sign Zidane Chara? Because why not? Do you want to get shot? (laughs) Could you imagine the fucking Maple Leafs steal the fucking Chara away from us? He's no, he's the captain. He's not gonna. He's not gonna sign. He's not gonna sign. But I'm just like, can we offer him just to be a dick? Just to be offer him like three million. He offer gets him one. three million for a year just to be yeah. just to be an asshole. But no, I don't, I don't think he's a thing. Um, yeah, it's gonna be way, interesting to see. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get something. And yeah, we're gonna are, have to get there, something. And there are options. And so this off season is gonna be fun to watch. And see what happens. I think Dubis is ever gonna have a really good summer. Yeah, I I, I have a feeling. Hopefully. Um, draft wise, um, it was announced that it's going to be October 6th and 7th. So October 6th is going to be the first round. October 7th is going to be the, um, second, second all the rest. Yeah. All the other rounds. So it's going to be interesting to see who, who the Leafs take they, at 15, unless they trade it for Colton Pareko or Zdeno Chara or, or Sammy Vatanen or, or <laughs> just trade it and not have it. Um, but I think if they do trade the first overall pick, they want to get like a second round pick back. So it'll like I think they want picks because they need to refill okay, the. Hold on, hold on. Who was the who was the asshole who said trade Mitch Marner for Drew Doughty that you sent me? 
Oh, I don't know. I just saw like a post. Are you high? Try to find it. Are you high? Um, it was on Instagram, I think. I know. Oh my god, that guy, whoever that is, dude. Five you are hole high. sniper. Oh my god, whoever it is, you don't. You're you're high. You are so. High. Th- this was the mock trade. Uh, to the Kings, Mitch Marner, Zach Hyman. Uh, to the Leafs, Drew Doughty, a second overall pick. <laughs> You fucking okay. The second overall pick kind of makes kind of makes it feel a little better, but I don't know. No, 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 no. It would. Especially I would trading, have to, trading Zach Hyman would piss me. It off. would have to be a first round pick to trade Mitch Marner. No, the sec, he said second overall, so it is the first round pick. No, second pick. Wait, what? Yeah, second overall pick. Oh right. Was it second overall pick? Did I read it right? One second. I, 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 all I heard was you say second yes, overall sorry. pick. Sorry. Yeah. 2020 second overall pick. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a first round so, pick. So, I mean, that, that might make it a little better, but still, I'm not taking Drew Doughty. That contract is bananas and he's not good anymore. Yeah, he was one of the, he, he was the good. best defenseman for a long time. He's not anymore. Yeah. Um, I think we have to wrap up because I have class you gotta in like go half to school. an hour. Yay. I like, okay. School's so, I go- back. I hope no one gets corona. Yeah. Uh, no, my sister, my sisters are my two younger sisters. They go to high school, and mm-hmm. like her, the first day for my younger sister, she's in grade nine. Her first day was a forty-five minute class, like or the first period class, and then she's like, "Oh, can you come pick me up?" And I'm like, "It's it's only like nine o'clock, nine thirty. and she's like, "Yeah, class is done." And I'm like, "Okay," oh, so I went and picked her up. So it's like it was like orientation, basically the first day. So oh, I remember those. Thing. I remember those. No, but now it's a global pandemic, so that's a bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah okay so thanks for listening guys um, we'll be back next week um, uh, yeah we'll be back next week Wednesday or Thursday we'll see how our like schedules happen um, thanks for listening check us out on Apple Music Spotify everywhere where you find listening and um, yeah see you next week